Welcome back, boys. This is episode two of the Commissioner Kellen podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We're off to a hot start with the pod. We've had lots of positive feedback, and a few people have reached out already saying they'd love to be on as guests, which makes me very excited. But I think my favorite piece of feedback, I have to say, so far was uh, I was chilling with Rick and Eric over the weekend, and Eric told me, I feel like the pod will make me care way more about fantasy football. Bam! That is 100% what I'm trying to do here. And that comment damn near brought a tear to my eye. Hopefully we can keep this momentum going uh, in what will soon become appointment listening for everyone and provide motivation for stepping your fantasy football motivation up a notch. Tonight, I do have two guys with me to help accomplish that goal. First, we have Rico, who has been on pods with me before for our Dynasty League, the HFFL. He's a seasoned vet on this stuff by now. We've also got Chris Barnes with us tonight, who has never done this before, but I have no doubt he's going to knock it out of the park. These are two guys ready to bring the heat, while they make their Commissioner Kellen podcast debut, let's get it popping. First guy I'd like to introduce is a guy I'd like to repeat our performance of from a couple HFFL pods. Matt, how you doing? What you sipping on tonight? Doing great, Kellen. I got a nice little guava high noon that I brought home from Walnut Creek, left over guava. in my golf cart. What is the guava? about is that any good couldn't tell you not the best um but still high noon so we're gonna drink it okay there you go why not and uh you know we'll spend a little bit of time on you how many championships have you won in this league league? yeah uh i think i went five in a row i i one of the things we're gonna do here is we're gonna be better about keeping the history of the league so I, I'm I want to say look it up in Yahoo. Yeah, there's got to be a way to do that. I thought the number was four, but uh, you would know better than I would. So honestly, they all started to blur together after yeah, a while. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I didn't regret even, asking that question. Now I didn't even draft for like I think two years. I kept every single player and just skipped the draft. Yeah, shout out Brendan. That trade rate for McCaffrey just, you know, really built you a power. I'm just really glad that I was able to give Marlon Mack to get over the hump to get me Christian McCaffrey. He was a young, promising rookie. The ongoing sleeper joke of how does this affect Marlon Mack? But uh, anyways, I I regret opening the door for that question. So I'm going to go next to... It is what it is. I am going next to the guy that I still haven't forgiven for pulling a major upset against me in the semis last year. Chris Barnes, I have to say your enthusiasm to get on the pod has me so fired up. I'm very happy to have you on tonight for your podcast debut. How are you today? I love it. I'm well. I got this nice little pineapple neutral in my hand what mark always says uh i guess i own neutral because i always fucking have it so go a little neutral light <laughs> but those uh, neutrals are good i like those yeah they're, they're they're my new drink that's for that's for sure but uh yeah i'm excited to be excited to be on here so yeah, i got talk a, some fantasy football finally we're excited a, to have you yeah, you reached out to me immediately after the pod saying you wanted to be on 
And then you were the first to respond after I sent the Facebook message today. So that's exactly what we're looking for here. So I'm fired up, man. I got you. I got a little bone to pick with Chris after Stefan Diggs dropped 42 points on me two years ago. <laughs> so. Upset city, baby. That didn't mean anything because Skull beat me in the championship. So rightfully so. Corner to you, Kellen. But I got you. I got two years in the Masters. Two years. So it was bittersweet. Yeah, it's bittersweet for both of you, right? Because Stefan Diggs going off meant that Chris won the Masters, but Matt won keeper, correct? I was out in keeper already. Well, actually, no. I thought you won it. Hey, it was two, that I did win that ago. year. I, I did thought you took solace yeah. and you're like, oh, okay, I'll just win I, I did. in a row. I and did. You're right. No, that was the only thing I could look back on. But I'm not going to lie. I wanted to win the Masters more because there was more money there. So Financially, it's the right route. Financially, it was right. And won the Masters a few times here, uh, once or twice. But I think I owe this, this bad boy, I owe this to Sko, I think, last from last year. So, Sko, with that South Carolina address. For the uh, seven people that don't have access to video right now, Matt is holding up the golden laptop. Golden laptop. That's I, hate to say it. I have to give it away. It's I hate to say it. It's been a few years since I've seen it. So it's a I, think I, I think I broke Matt's streak. Yeah, that's such a sick trophy. Whoever thought of that deserves a friggin' medal. Commissioner of the year. That's all I have to say. Thing's got a DVD player on it. It's a throwback, (laughs) man. That could be an art. That's an artifact. Look at this thing. I kind of want to take this thing apart and look at it. It's wild. But oh, that's my dad's old work laptop. So he made me like soak it in water and like take a knife to like the microchips and shit and then no, I- we've got better technology than that Kellen, to wipe it clean but it seems you know, like you did a good job yeah sometimes you just got to beat the shit out of something to call it good but yeah Kellen's professional cleaners now yeah anyways i think the boys are ready to go we've got the intros done we're feeling loose i'm gonna get into quickly the agenda here for tonight uh what me and chris and matt are gonna do tonight we're gonna go two rounds at a time and we're gonna highlight uh, our favorites and least favorite draft picks in each of what we're calling the draft segments. So basically it's, it's two rounds at a time. So our first drag se- draft segment will be rounds one and two. We're going two rounds at a time. As I said, however, the last draft segment is uh, three rounds. Uh, it gets a little funky at the end uh, with how the rules of this league are set up. So yep. all three of us will give our opinions. Uh, and I will also provide the value calculated by the Excel formula, same as the last pod. Um, this is the, you know, with the Yahoo rankings taken into consideration and finding the Delta there with, uh, where that player was drafted. So, um, same as last time, just only this time we're doing only the draft picks, no keepers. Uh, we have almost half the amount of picks compared to peak compared to keepers. Wow. I need to take it slow on this bourbon. Um, so an extra person on this pod should make it about the same length of podcast as the keeper review I did with Brendan. Um, that's the first uh, item on the agenda. Then we'll discuss any singular picks that jumped out to us as the best or the worst picks in the entire draft. Could be based on value, or just how we feel about said player at that spot, whatever justification we see fit. 
Uh, and then finally, we will state who had the best draft and the worst draft, in our opinions, when it comes to league managers, uh, because it's time to create some pod rivalries and allies. So uh, let's make some friends. Let's make some enemies here, boys. Should be fun. Oh, that shouldn't be too difficult. Good deal. Yeah. Now, the Excel, just real quick note on the Excel formula for draft value uh, grading, uh, just a quick guide. So 79 total picks were made in our draft. The best value in the draft was only a plus four. Um, So obviously a very unique league. You could probably feel that in the draft. I was going to say, I kind of see that. I I can see how that can happen with the way, like you got to kind of reach for players in this type of draft because so many players are already picked. Our, our, Our pool is so limited. So I mean, you got Matthew Stafford going 307. Like, that's – I mean, it's still a good pick in this league, but, like, in terms of value, that's – I mean, the the rankings have got to kill it. Yeah, value is important. Ratings and ADP are important. But at a certain point, you got to throw them out the window. You got to get your guy. You got to get the the guy or the position that can help your team. So, I hope no one's sensitive about this because – Teams are built totally different in this league than any other league. This is what makes us very unique. Um, So, yeah, best value in the entire draft was a plus four. The worst value in the draft was a negative 230. Wow. And I'm going to ask this question twice. Are there any guesses as to who that player is before we even dive into this? I think I know. Negative value? Negative 238. I'll give you a clue. Chris. It's gotta it's gotta be my that's gotta be my pick. It's gotta be James Williams. Time will tell. It's gotta be James and Williams. We will see. (laughs) The plus four has gotta be Super Bowl champion, Jamison Williams. What's that, Chris? Plus four has gotta be Sequin. No, no, it's not. But you do have the right team. Oh, look at that. Um, so, yeah, best value, plus four. Worst value, minus 238. Median value was minus 60. That's what we're dealing with in this draft. Um, yeah, these so rankings, what? you can't really talk value. I think you, you've got to look at the whole team holistically if you're going to talk value. Yeah. It, That's something I that I kind of found tough you're like, about. Okay, you can draft all your keepers in like the 18th, 19th round, you're getting crazy value. So that's something, that's something that I kind of found tough about going through these rounds is not being able to compare them with the team that they're going to. Oh, I understand. You know? I knew that ahead of time. I wanted to make it. This is going to be a difficult pot. This was a hard yeah. prep for. No, think. it's not going to be difficult. We're no, just going we're to nail it. We're going to tell our opinions and just piss some people off. There you go. One in doubt. Just call them a bitch. Don't <laughs> they suck, you know? Yep. But so with all these rankings, I have a ranking or not a ranking. I'm sorry. I have a value for every draft pick that was made. I kind of broke every pick up into, you know, we've got our, our set of draft picks. Uh, I broke it into thirds and I made it good, bad, and average. So good is anything better than a negative 50. If that doesn't, you know, tell us what we're working with. I don't know what it does. Uh, considered quote unquote bad is worse than a 102, a negative 102, and considered average is anywhere from a negative 51 to a negative 96. So, 
Um, keep that in mind as I go through these and we give our opinions and I give those numbers. So um, just, you know, remember that, keep that in mind before you cast judgment upon someone else's team. Um, but boys, let's go through this draft uh, because the picks are in. Hopefully that came through all right, but we'll see. I don't think I heard anything. Well, it was supposed to be the NFL uh, draft <laughs> jingle. That da -na 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 -na. You can edit that, Kelly. That was better. Yeah, we'll edit that out. It'll be fine. Swing and a miss. Things happen. But all righty. Um, we're going to go two rounds at a time, like I said. Favorite and least favorite draft pick of each draft segment. Um, shit, let's just, let's just go right into it. Um, <laughs> Rounds one and two, we had Eric taking Brees Hall, Brendan, James Cook, and that's it for round one. In round two, Chris Barnes took Jameson Williams, Kellen, Saquon Barkley, Brendan, Kenneth Walker III, Joe, J.K. Dobbins, Singer, Josh Jacobs. That's it. Uh, Matt, who is your favorite pick in this draft sec? Without hesitation or question. Saquon Barkley. <laughs> well, I like hearing that. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't go sooner. I think we're going to see James Cook and Brees Hall back on the market next year when we have a draft. Um, and that, I mean... The running back class was a little weak. And I know like if you need, if you were strapped for a running back and you have to grab a running back, then like go get your guy. I, I completely understand it. I don't even mind Chris taking Jamison Williams. Like you can stash him on your IR and you like, he's going to, you know, if he's not a stud, you can drop him. But like Brees Hall and James Cook. No, he's going to be a stud. Lions are going to win live up to such good running backs to be kept in the first and second round and how long are you going to hold on to that investment so that's my, my but i will say my least favorite pick sure go into it was josh jacobs oh, at 208 the hate is real i not even because i just don't mind josh jacobs i just thought i would i would maybe take a shot on a guy i didn't know much about in that range versus you kind of know what you're getting with josh jacobs at this point um so that's my thought i thought there was a lot of really great players out there still um when josh jacobs was taken but obviously singer um it's it's no offense to you. I don't know how your team is built. Maybe you really needed a running back and you were stacked on wideouts, but didn't scream value there. I I hear you on both accounts for the favorite and the least favorite. I will tell you, I dropped Josh Jacobs in the second. And I gambled. I feel like I won by getting Saquon, but if Saquon was gone before me, I probably would have been right back at the Josh Jacobs camp because um, – I feel like he's somewhat safe, low floor, low, well, you know, decent floor, low ceiling. You know what he's getting? He's a fine RB2 that doesn't really excite anybody, but um, I know exactly what you're talking about. He's got that fumble ability, though, too. He does. He does. But Singer the might way be I look at my first two round picks, and maybe this is 
wrong, but I want like home runs. Sure. And if I'm not getting a home run on some of my early picks, then I'm, they're, they're getting dropped and I'm going to try to get a home run next year. Sure. I, I, I tend to agree with you on that. It's kind of why I want Jameson Williams and then Chris Olave too. That's yeah. like, that's, you know, Didn't get there worst yet, case. Oh, well, still, but <laughs> that's still my second pick with home run for it. And then go for it. I, I know, tend to I agree with Matt as far as the Saquon goes. I mean, yeah. You get him in the second round. I was a little pissed and... off at you for that Olave pick. I'm not going to lie to you, Chris. <laughs> We're jumping the gun here. We're jumping the gun. Yeah. I will say yeah. one last so let's let's on reel it back. All right. Just just but... a defense singer here. He might be going for it. Maybe he just needs an RB2. He needs that. Right. Yeah. No, he, yeah. he, he could yeah. need a safe yeah. one, and he could it could be a drop next year. He's like, hey, I don't really love round two this year. I'm going to have a round two pick next year and drop Jacobs. Yep. And I will yeah. remind yeah. everyone yeah. that when we go – is now a proud Zamir White owner. So yeah, when Zamir um, White takes over the running back room, there it's writing's on the wall. Yeah, if Josh Jacobs were to snap his leg tomorrow, Matt would probably attempt a backflip. So let's keep that in mind too. Please, <laughs> everyone into the hate on these picks, but boys, the hate is coming. You know, we're gonna love some picks. Hey, 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 buckle up. But Chris, let's go. I got, I got, I gotta agree with Matt with a sick one pick. You're just getting super good value right there. Probably get, he's probably going to be RB two too. I don't know exactly who you have on your, on your team, but I can understand why Brendan dropped him. He's injury prone, and and uh, you know the Giants' offense just isn't reliable. So he got those times where he can put up twenty plus points, but I feel like the majority of the time he's between ten and fifteen, and you don't really want that out of a out of RB one, at least at least for now. So Good pickup on Saquon. Come we'll back see how he works Saquon, out. Dude. Come Again, back season for Saquon. You know, yeah, so um, I didn't like the Titans. I mean, we're kind of splitting hairs up here. They're all kind of similar. But I didn't like the Kenneth Walker pick that high strictly because uh, I don't trust Seattle's defense at all. I don't want anything to do with it. So I know they're probably going to run it through him. Um I don't really know too much about Seattle's whole line, to be honest. The whole but team's rough it, overall. That's what I. That's what I'm I mean, saying. It's just they're gonna run it through him eventually when he comes back from his surgery. Yeah, he's yeah. not with a hernia right now, which is rough as well. Yeah, yeah. He's in. But Chris, you took it a step further by thinking about the defense and then the impact on the running game. That's what we're doing here. I, I dig it. Yeah. So. I don't know. It was just one of those. One of those. I think. I think they were better. I think like Josh Jacobs. I think they were better running backs that he could have taken. Maybe taken a chance on, on yeah. a, you know, on a J.K. that's coming back or a, or a Josh Jacobs, a, a better offense that's gonna run through the running game with J.K. Dobbins and and stuff like that. But um, we'll see how it works out with with Kenneth Walker. I'm rooting for him. I'm a state guy. I'm not. Sure not above you know Notre Dame or anything like that but um <laughs> yeah we'll see straight. How it works yeah I I mean I I didn't expect a Saquon love I was excited about him but I mean I've been kind of a Saquon hater I I just expect him to be on IR by the time October rolls around I don't, I'm scared but if he, he's worth he's it healthy, he's worth it he's worth a second round pick and like I said with Jameson absolutely. 
yeah. next year. If, if he doesn't work out, you can drop him and have another second-round pick. Yeah, had I done anything else with that pick, it would have been stupid. Uh, I'm in win-now mode. Uh, I'm going to pair him with Jonathan Taylor. I mean, that's – it's a hell of a duo. So I, I was mean, not willing. I was not willing to let any. I didn't have another pick for about I think four picks. I wasn't willing to let anybody else take Jameson. That's, and I respect that. I, yeah. I will go into mine now. My real quickly, my favorite pick was Brees Hall, um, for the main fact that he just didn't mess around. It, you know that was the pick to make. Um, he kept, he kept it simple. That's the pick to make. He's rebuilding retooling whatever you want to call it reloading um e good on you keep it simple and uh that's the guy you take at 101 in a long-term keeper slash dynasty draft will he be available next year we'll see i don't know i listened to footballers today and they compared him to a young Le'Veon bell so um if that happens or 80 percent of that happens he's got himself into it. um my least favorite chris was jameson williams partially out of anger um <laughs> Because I was like, you know, I'm going to scoop this guy up like sixth, seventh round. I'm an idiot. We're all Lions fans. Like, there's no way in hell. you were dropping to the sixth, seventh round, Kellen? I mean, that was all I had. I couldn't take him (laughs) in the second round. Well, I wasn't going to take him in the second. My next pick was like the seventh round. So, um, I got a little excited about the draft and, uh, you know, didn't keep my wits about me. Yeah. Uh, But when – you know, I had a couple emotions when you picked Jamison Williams. Shock was one. Anger was two. So how shocked really should I have been? But, you know, you took possibly the best wide receiver in the draft in the second round. So, um, but value-wise, looking at the Excel rankings, Jamison Williams is the negative 238. I feel like part of that has to do with his injury. If he wasn't injured, he wouldn't be absolutely as, as far. These are redraft rankings. So you'll see a lot of injury uh, impacted players with very low rankings. I won't agree with all of them. Spoiler alert, Michael Gallup's another one later on that is just far too low. But that is. Or no, he was a keeper. Never mind. We, we already talked about him. I am not. I, I am definitely admitting that is, that was a reach. <laughs> hey, you could be laughing. Go get your guy. Go get exactly. your guy. Yep. Get your guy. Go Lions. Um, the best pick based on value uh, was Saquon at a minus five, <laughs> which isn't bad for the first second round. But um, no. yeah, so I uh, someone kind of fell in my lap there. I'm happy I got to take him. We'll see if he can stay healthy. And holy shit, the Giants have looked horrible in preseason. So we'll see what that pick ends up being. But Let's move on to the next segment here. Third and fourth round. Arico got us started at 3.02, taking Drake London. Eli then took Matthew Stafford. That's it for the third round. Fourth round, Sko took Devonta Smith. Chris Barnes took Chris Olave. Eli, Christian Kirk. Arico, George Pickens. Eric, Traylon Burks. Chris, let's go to you first this time. Uh, I'm going to toot my own horn here get that Chris Olave pick right there. Um, I, I, I love the position that he's coming into with the game. Oh, man, I don't want, I don't want to say any Nobody kind of that stuff. Nobody get wants that it. out of here, but I love the situation he's going into. He's behind Michael Thomas, depending on how he works out, he could be a wide receiver one. Michael I Thomas might be dead already. 
Right. So I, um, I see him as a, I see him as another uh, Calvin Ridley pretty much. And James can air it out and olave has got that speed. So we'll see how it is. And he, I, I, he can work the slot too. So I think he's gonna, I think he could be, um, he could be a pretty, pretty good guy, pretty good dude. Work out well for me. I think he could be a keeper, a fourth round keeper for, a really long time for me. So I like that. Um, I didn't necessarily like the George Pickens pick, not that I don't like the player. I think he deserves to be there. I just don't like the quarterback situation. Um, Maybe Hans Pickett's been making a great preseason. Yeah. yeah, That's about to fight you because Pickens Depending on how he works out, um, you know, but as of right now, he's got Bistrubisky drawing to him and, uh, it's that uh, we've all seen how that works out with Allen Robinson, yeah. you know. So if it was a redraft league, it would be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, he's he's. I think he's a good receiver. I think the value in the draft is is right there. Um, but again, it's one of those offenses that I don't just necessarily trust right now. Other than other than uh, Najee Harris. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, Matt, you go next. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I, I like your Chris Olave pick too, Chris. I was pissed off when you took him. Um, I thought about taking him where I took Drake London. Uh, I, thought, I was surprised he fell wow. to me. Honest. Wow, I, I, I thought about taking him where I took Drake London, but I have a pretty decent exposure to Chris Olave in my other leagues. You're welcome. Thank you, Kellen. For I, I passed on Chris Olave for James Cook in our dynasty league. So Matt oh. had to pick right after me. So he was low key devastated because he wanted James Cook, but I, I did. I did, especially because I need running backs. But like Olave is not a bad consolation prize. I, I will, think I gave I will, you a gift with Olave. I also think you did. Um, I'm glad you made that decision for me. Looking back, um, Kellen. So However, so any trade offers off the table. So Drake London, though, the reason I took him is because I really don't have much uh, exposure to him. I have zero shares of Drake London, and I do think he's like a big athletic. I don't think they have their quarterback of the future. Um, I, I've liked what I've seen with Desmond Ritter. I don't know if he's the guy. Hey. I, don't, I don't think Marcus Mariota is the guy. I think he's a placeholder for either Ritter or whoever they draft next. Um, but there's a there's a lack of options. There's a lot of targets to go around. They've got a 31 year old starting running back who, how long is that going to go? How, how long is that show going to go? We don't know. Um, Kyle Pitts. So I also like, you know, my Drake London pick, obviously. Um, Didn't really love Christian Kirk here um, at all. (laughs) sorry Eli um and I have him in another league I'm trying to trade him no one wants him um but yeah I mean Christian Kirk you know what you're getting there again and there was a lot of rookies I mean George Pickens uh Traylon Burks Sky Moore Jalen Tolbert all these guys were still on the board I I 
and I don't, I don't know if Eli's going for it right now or not. I think Christian Kirk could potentially be good. I mean, the Jaguars paid him for a reason, right? He's, he's making out like a bandit, but like we also saw the Giants pay Kenny Galladay, and I don't even think he got drafted. So uh, I think he's in here somewhere. So didn't love the Christian Kirk pick, but my favorite pick probably in that section, Chris Olave or Drake London, a, a toss up, but I'll give it to Chris. Cause I don't want to sound like Chris and pick my own guy. <laughs> All right. So oh, Christian Kirk. Okay. All right. Um, well, we're, you know, if you went the Olave route, I know you're riding the fence, but uh, it's a all three uh, unanimous decision for Chris Olave for the, the good pick there. Um, Matt, I'll first touch on Drake London. He's, he's the number one ranked rookie wide receiver in this class, as you know. I think that was a hell of a pick. I am leaning Olave, though. I mean, Drake London is a dog when he plays. Oh, he, yeah. was, he was dead last year by Halloween. Um, still won the Pac-12, I think, offensive player of the year. If he was healthy, he would have won the Bolitnikoff. Um, but he's already banged up again. One catch, one injury. Uh, I'm concerned already about this dude. So that's what gave me the nod to Olave. There were already, you know, the, the scouting report was kind of already that he was the most NFL-ready guy in this draft class at that position. Um He's got a good situation, you know, good, not great, good situation in New Orleans. He's third on the depth chart, but Michael Thomas is the China doll. Um, I like the Olave pick most. My least favorite pick was Matthew Stafford for a couple reasons. Number one, because the third round is just so early for a very average fantasy quarterback. And number two, I dropped Stafford thinking I could get him back at better keeper value. <laughs> So I felt like a friggin' moron. I think he was like a ninth-round keeper. I dropped him, like, oh, maybe a 10, 11. I can scoop him back up. Wow. Good one, Kellen. Yeah, third round, he's gone. So, uh, that one Starts just made me feel like an idiot. Yeah, that didn't work out for you. No, no, swinging a miss. But, uh, you know, that, that's what this game is all about. I will tell you now, so the Yahoo or the Excel rankings here, the greatest value in this round was a negative 62. So Christian Kirk was the best pick in this round. The worst pick was Traylon Burks by Eric. But, uh, Matt, you were one slot behind that with a negative 102 with George Pickens. So some interesting yeah. data there. All right, on to, on to round five. Wow. Uh, Joe gets us started off in round five with Sky Moore, Buck the Francos, uh, then Chris Barnes, Jalen Tolbert, really stealing a guy that I like there. Round six, Eli takes Damian Pierce, a guy I like even more. Rick then takes Kareem Hunt, Singer, Tyler Lockett, Enrico, Garrett Wilson. That's rounds five and six. Chris. Favorite and least favorite. Go ahead. I was really mad at Joe for taking Sky Moore because that was the if going into Fire the round. Chips, baby. You can't be taking a Bronco. Uh, well, it, it, he's got it. I got. I could have doubled up with Patty and Sky. 
What the hell is um, that? But uh, my three, my my three wide receivers to going into it were offenses. Basically, well, who I wanted was James William and and uh, Olave, and then I want this guy more. But um, I do, I do like this guy more pick. It's I think it made sense for him, and he's going into offense with Patty Mahomes that he just finds people. He's got those with the eyes in the back of his head. So I think he's going to, I mean, there's bound to have a, a somebody in the Kansas City receiving core is always hurt. So someone's going to catch those Tyreek Hill balls. And exactly. I don't know if it just gets spread, you know, they lost, they a bunch lost of guys. I don't know, yeah, but it's exciting to have a lottery ticket. Exactly, and I, I I would have liked that. So I Sky Moore is my my pick there. Um, I was actually torn for my least favorite between my pick actually because I thought I reached pretty well. <laughs> oh, you well. did, but I love me some Jalen. Thought I it was a it was a reach, um, but I didn't really like I I I didn't I knew I was going running receivers. I didn't need a running back. Um, so I was looking at Kareem Hunt. I didn't really need him too much. I don't like Garrett Wilson just because of the Jets offense. I'm going with my least favorite is Tyler Lockett again with with the uh, with the Seattle offense. So I just have to say, first and foremost, Garrett Wilson, hell of a player, loved the guy coming out. But the fact that he went to the Jets, I am completely turned off on mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Matt and I talked about this. Um, I also talked to my brother-in-law, Jimmy. Like, yeah, he's like a tier one rookie. 100%. I'm not touching him. He goes to a different team. He's Matt took him. Two, he goes, he goes to a different team. He's in the first two rounds in this draft, 100%. Yep. And that's why he was taken. Where, yeah, he man. was 609. Yeah. Like, with everybody <laughs> that's left. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that, I started that, getting I excited. Get it. I was that like, was... I could, I could like Garrett Wilson with my pick here in the seventh. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what, I, that's what I was thinking of myself. <laughs> so I, um, I like Jalen Tolbert just because of the offense. I know Dick's going to spread it around, and I know um, what's his face over there tends to get hurt a little bit too, and and. Uh, he was the wide receiver three last year with Amari, and he produced. So that's why I took Jalen Tolbert. Um, Tyler Lockett's my least favorite pick here. Um, again, because of the Seattle offense. Yeah. Look at, look at KJ Hamler and what he did with Drew Lockett in the last few years. He was hurt last year, but the last few years, uh, he's a he's a slot guy that should be getting just look know, at pseudo, the, the Denver Broncos as a whole. Yeah, Jerry Judy wasn't that good. Cortland Sutton wasn't that good with those guys. Yeah, so they're going to be good players this year. It's a new age in Denver. Yeah, man, what you think? Um, I will say I I'm not really a Garrett Wilson guy, but I thought he fell too far. And great value there. I don't like Garrett Wilson either because he's on the Jets. But I would have taken him there. Yeah, I would have taken him at sixty-eight. Yeah. Later. Yeah. I, I, that was, I felt lucky he fell there. And I had the luxury of going back to back here so I could take a couple different players. 
Um, but to me, if you're going to retool, um, I think my strategy is you're going to retool with hitting on rookie wide receivers. That is a great way to retool your team. And I didn't really feel like I was risking too much in the sixth round to grab Garrett Wilson because he is, he is extremely talented and even, I mean, if Zach Wilson is not the long-term answer, another quarterback could come in and he could be great. What, who's to say the jets don't go out and make a splash in free agency and bring in a quarterback. And next thing you know, Garrett Wilson is the guy. So, you know, there's a lot. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. He's the backup. But I was really excited to get Garrett Wilson here. I thought he was a top receiver in the, in the, rookie draft basically and to, and, and to your point Matt with retooling all my I, I kept three receivers not to get too far into it but I kept three or four receivers and three of those four they're 28 or higher or older mm-hmm. and you retool with rookie wide receivers I took three yep. rookie wide receivers I did Chris hammered rookie wide receivers this year mm-hmm. Absolutely. I did, I did too. I yeah, did. Too. Yeah, you both did. Um, I took a couple more running backs that I liked. But so I was very weird with this running back class, and we can get into it later. I liked, and I don't know if it's just because I never had the opportunity to take any of the top of the class running backs. They were all gone every single time I got a draft pick. Never had an opportunity to take Cook. Never had an opportunity to take uh, Ken Walker. Um, I wasn't going to take Brees Hall because of the Jets and CC, our conversation earlier. But, um, yeah, I just – I don't know. I was really excited about some of the running backs coming out later that I that I took a swing on later. But um, another favorite pick, I, I like the Damian Pierce pick. I thought it was a little high, but I think the dude – is a stud. He's going to start for Houston. I might have taken him, um, you know, if he fell. Yeah, Matt, you already know I love me some Damian Pierce. Yeah. Um, For anyone who doesn't know who Damian Pierce is, you need to YouTube one video. Just go to YouTube and plug in Damian Pierce helmet Florida State. Um, the dude cuts it back. He gets the ball, you know, he gets a handoff within, you know, probably 12 yard line, um, cuts it back, loses his helmet, throws a guy down and while helmetless dives into the end zone, you know, in between three Florida state players, he's a Florida Gator. These Florida state Seminoles want to tackle him with hate in their heart. And, uh, that is the kind of kind of heart and soul guy that, uh, Lovey Smith is going to love, uh, mm-hmm. will not be able to give the rock to enough in Houston as they try to change that culture. I can't hitch enough wagons to Damian Pierce dynasty redraft, whatever the hell it is. Best ball. I snagged him there. I love me some Damian Pierce with that said, my favorite, <laughs> this sucks. My favorite pick in this range is Kareem Hunt. Uh, 
uh, to Good value. Um, I think Kareem Hunt is going to get fed. It's a PPR league. He's going to get dump off passes from Jacoby friggin' Brissett while they wait for Deshaun Watson to come back. He's also going to get handoffs. But Jacoby Brissett, he's a game manager. They're going to pound the rock with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's also going to get passes. I think Rick got very good value here. Um, good value. Yeah. And my my least favorite pick in this range is Singer's pick of Tyler Lockett for the sole reason that – just Seattle. Hashtag Seattle props. Um, yeah, there's a theme. Seattle yeah. and New York Jets. So funny. <laughs> Drew Locke, Geno Smith, I don't friggin' know. Do they trade for Garoppolo? Does Garoppolo get cut and then they sign him? I don't know. But until I know who their quarterback is, I don't see Tyler Lockett, see DK Metcalf. I don't see that offense moving the ball. It's going to be the Rashad Penny show until he gets hurt halfway through week one. But another pick I want to give love to is Jalen Tolbert because I love me some Jalen Tolbert. If you're bored, go watch that dude's college highlights out of Southern Alabama. Go look at his stats. His dominator rating, which is a, a sabermetric kind of nerdy thing that I'm into, uh, I think has only been duplicated by Cooper Cup. It's stupid uh, in the college game. So uh, love me some Jalen Tolbert. Uh, love me some Damian Pierce. My pick, though, for the favorite pick is Kareem Hunt. Least favorite, Tyler Lockett. Anything else, boys, on rounds five and six? Oh, Go. good. All right, round seven and eight. Arico gets a start with Christian Watson. Singer gets a start, uh, goes next with Jahan Watson. I'm, wow, I'm sorry, Jahan Dotson. Rick then goes with Isaiah McKenzie. Kellen Dingle. Oh my God, I can't talk. Kellen, Kevin <laughs> Dingleberry. Chris Barnes, Rashad White, Eli. I'm just going to say Albert O. Yep. Uh, Quinnabom, I believe it is. Brendan, Wandale Robinson, Joe, Alec Pierce, Singer, Isaiah Spiller, Arico, Brian Robinson Jr., Eric, J.D. McKissick. I have to first start with a question to Matt. Matt, did you play it smart in this Keeper League draft? Did you like Christian Watson more than Garrett Wilson, and that's why you took him around later? Or was that a missed opportunity? I. Do you see what I'm getting at? I do. I see what you're getting at. And I, it didn't really, I didn't like him more necessarily or less. They were okay. both gambles to me. Okay. Um, I think Watson has more upside in his current situation, which is why I took him second because he's got the potential to go be green Bay's number one right now. I would agree. And I took him later because of that. Um, so that, that was my thought process there. Like he's got an immediate path to starting and he's playing with Aaron Rodgers. Sure. Like we talked about already with Garrett Wilson, he's on the Jets and his quarterback, Zach Wilson. And I got a lot of respect for that kid after this summer. I like him a, <laughs> a lot more. The Milf Hunter. The Milf Hunter. Like good for him. <laughs> um, he got some street cred. After this, but album. he definitely got some street cred. He went the, from a guy the that boys had, might rally. Yeah, it could be uh, a magical season at the Jets, and if so, you know, I got a piece of that offense. Great. Um, <laughs> but in terms of picks, I didn't like. I thought one really stood out here, and it was Albert O. To me, 
I thought he could have gone like round 15, 14, anywhere in the teens. I don't know. So to me, like, he's not even the starting running back in Denver or, or tight end in Denver. Sure. So I see where you're getting at with, you know, Russ and his tight ends have been traditionally pretty good. But at the same time, there's a lot of mouths to feed in Denver. You got Sutton, you got Javante, you got uh, Jerry Judy, you got Hamler, you got, I forget the other tight end's name. There's just a lot to go around there. And I think, I thought that was a reach. Um, To that point too, I mean, Austin Hooper went two rounds later. Yeah, two rounds later. So there was, yeah. It could have it could have waited, and Austin Hooper, I think, has more upside than Albert O. I would agree. My favorite pick in the eighth round, though, and we're in the eighth round, right? Yeah. Yeah, seven and eight. Brian Robinson Jr. You love you some BRJ. I'm, it's official. I'm a Brian Robinson Jr. guy. The leaves are changing, and it's Brian Robinson Jr. season at Matt's house right now. You can drop the R in that. Just the- yeah. If you want to, <laughs> yeah, it's BJ season, baby. Yep, For all of us love it all. So, loved that pick. Love this guy. He's a physical runner. He catches the rock. Um, runs hard. Um, Gibson sucks. Gibson can't hold on to the football. I don't even think Washington likes Gibson. The He's Gibson on the punt return real. team. Did you He's on the punt return team? Did you see that video I sent to the HFFL chat about the offseason hype? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, the lead, the team's actually going to bury Antonio Gibson alive in the next two to three weeks, just with the offseason chatter getting way too out of control for better or for worse. Yeah. I yeah, think you're going to bury him alive. Yeah, not good. I don't think he's good. He's it's had not. his time to shine. And you know what? What'd he do? Fumbled in the first preseason game. Brian Robinson Jr. took over. <laughs> Played awesome, scored a touchdown. Love to see it. That was my favorite pick in these two rounds. Okay. Um, real quick before I forget, because I think I forgot to give the Excel values in the past yes. uh, five yes, and six rounds. Uh, the least favorite uh, or the worst value pick was Jalen Tolbert to Chris. Yeah. Um, the highest value pick was the one I hated most in Tyler Lockett. Shows who I know, shows what I know, but yeah, me too. I think right? We all hated that pick. So those are the metrics. So, um, Chris, we will go to you round back to round seven and eight. Round favorite, seven. Favorite, eight. Go ahead. favorite, I gotta give it to Matt with the rookie wide receiver with the Christian Watson pick. He's the guy that can make the biggest impact immediately right now. So it's just one of those. Gotta give you props there, Matt. He uh he fell. Yep. Physical but, um, freak. I mean, he's not my pick, so I'll just touch on it real quick. I mean, if the dude hits, friggin' monster. The question mark is, you know, does Aaron Rodgers play this year? Yes. Next year, we don't know. Year after it, we don't know even more. So long term, who's his freaking quarterback? But I think he plays now, three of the four years. I think he's stubborn enough to play three of the four years at, at yeah. least. I think he's got that Tom Brady in him. Yeah, we'll see if he ever actually does leave Green Bay or if they're actually threats. Yeah. Threats. But worst case, there's, he's, there's question marks. You know, you don't exactly. know. Exactly. 
Exactly. But as far as this season and and with the receivers that he already took, that's a that's a hell of a pickup. Um, as much as you know, we, we talked about Albert O. I do give I, I do like Russell with his tight ends. He tends to just find them, whether it's him or the second string or the, the first string or whatever. Um, I don't necessarily know who's in front of him over there. I really didn't like the JD McKissick pick. Um, that three that's a that's a like a four-headed monster over there if Gibson gets in somewhat big race right? back. It's a one-headed monster, and his name is Brian Robinson Jr. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you friggin' um, yeah. I, I mean, Ty, Ty oh, yeah, huh. JD McKissick irrelevant. Yeah, like, you get you get my you might get you know the random touchdown here and there, but uh, with an eighth round pick, it it was just a little rough. You got Tyler Adier, who who's fighting for start the the bell cow role in Atlanta, right right after him. And, that's a that's a better pick. Um, just one of those things that kind of kind of left me wondering a little bit. Jamie Jamie because he's a little bit old too, so he's gonna. I feel like Eric's gonna have an eighth round pick next year. Yeah, as far as a guy that you know relies on being quick and agile, how old is JD McKissick? JD McSmooch is. Uh, he's twenty nine, so yeah, he's kind of flirting with that dangerous range. Um, yeah, it's a little scary. I feel you there, Chris. I didn't mean to cut you off. Are you done? No, you're good. I was. I made my point. Sorry okay. to shit on you, Eric. <laughs> um, so I'll start with my least favorite. Uh, it's Albert O. Just um, yeah. And rankings wise and value wise, he's in the green. He's a minus thirty eight, which for our draft is solid. Um, I just feel like the hype's gone too far. The guy's done nothing. At the NFL level, he's behind Cortland Sutton, Jerry Duty, maybe KJ, KJ Hamler. Russell Wilson doesn't love the tight ends. We've touched on all of this. I, I'm just not a believer. I need to see it before I believe it. If Eli's got a feeling, though, he's probably flipping us the double birds right now. I'd be like, hey, we'll see you in the friggin' playoffs, and uh, Albert O is going to make a raid on you. Could happen. Yeah. Yeah. My, my favorite pick goes to Rick. Uh, by a little, a little player named Lil Dirty is his nickname, Isaiah McKenzie. The, the, the Buffalo Bills signed Jamison Crowder this offseason to be their slot receiver. Reports out of camp is Isaiah McKenzie has not only stolen the job, but is uncoverable in camp against a, an elite Buffalo Bills defense. Rick gets a piece of that elite offense, uh, gets their slot receiver, a guy who, when given an opportunity last year, someone was hurt, came away with 11 grabs for 123 yards or something and a touchdown. Dude showed up. So the guy's got an opportunity now. He's blowing up, put the offseason work in. I love me some Isaiah McKenzie. I think that's. I think that was a good pick too. I just think there's – there's a lot of hands to feed in, in, in Buffalo. So I think that kind of drowns it out a little bit, but he's got that speed. He can go over, over the top. He yes. can get in the slot. He, he can, he can, re- he can return punts, kicks. He's got that, he's got that effector. 
he's a shifty mother. Mm-hmm. You know? he's, he's quick, man. He, uh, he can make some noise. I'm very excited about it. Isaiah McKenzie. I'm drafting him everywhere. I'm drafting him everywhere and get my hands on him. Uh, those are my picks. Isaiah McKenzie favorite, Alberto least favorite. The analytics say the worst pick in this range, round seven and eight, is a minus 197 to Alec Pierce. Sorry, Joe. The best pick here was my pick of Devin Singletary, who is I'm not excited about. That's an unsexy pick. I don't know. It's the toughest. It's the toughest place. The toughest decision ever to. When Sometimes you, you got to pick those on. guys, though. They're I saw the value there. Running back is the one position I could upgrade or you know add depth to my team. Yeah, um, I thought, he was there for the taking. He's in a three-man backfield. There was. Better I was. There, if I if you didn't if if you didn't take him, I was going to pick him back up. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't after what happened last year with uh, that other running back that came in. Zach Moss. Zach Moss, yeah. He had a three-headed monster. I mean, he killed it down the stretch the last six games. Singletary was a top fantasy option the last – correct me if I'm wrong. He helped me get to to the championship, but so did Sonu Michelle and – few other guys um i was going to probably take yeah him and me sitting Jamar, or sitting t higgins for jamar yeah. chase that week. yeah right week ever, I, that was a bad idea yeah right um i kind of you know i bet you a hundred dollars like, right now you don't sit jamar chase a single game this season <laughs> uh the, no this season absolutely not no, no shot kellen there's zero percent chance jamar got cold for a little bit last last year he got real ice cold. So hopefully this year he can become more consistent because his down week cost me in the semis when it mattered. That was my third yeah. loss of the season. I was an absolute wagon and went down in the semis to Chris. Well, you know what? Great. And I, I, see it through. you just I love me some up. fantasy football. I try to not let it impact my life. I was, devastated <laughs> you're going for the ship last year you were super pumped for i was it. sad i had a triple crown winner in cooper cup and lost it's you don't put up. absolute waste i'm a choker i'm, a I'm pretty sure go put up massive numbers in the championship though who i think i think scope beat me by a pretty wide margin oh well in, of course of course, we'll, you know, championship week when I'm in the consolation break, yeah. Jamar yeah. decides to put up 215 and three tutties for right. like 55 points. Like, Jamar, you're a week too late, buddy. Like, right. I probably set a record last year. I should have looked for my finals performance. And, uh, oh, I was in the consolation bracket. All that mm-hmm. for third place. That's excessive. Yeah, how'd that take? I'm still not over it. You can't tell. Mm-hmm. This is the year, though. Two girlies, one cup, getting it done. Okay. We're moving on. Round nine and ten. Round nine, Rico gets us started with uh, a guy I've seen Rico draft a lot of in Tyler Algier. Rick then goes Joshua Palmer. Then Brendan with Khalil Shakur. Kellen with Trevor Lawrence. Chris Barnes, Daryl Henderson Jr. Kellen, Austin Hooper. Brendan, Nicole Hardman. 
Rick, Michael Carter, singer Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, Matt, let's go to you first. Favorite and least favorite. Okay, let's see here. Um, I gotta go. You go. You need to yeah, look. Yeah, no, I gotta go with my pick, Tyler Algier. I think the guy's oh. a stud. Um, we need to remove a rib and give you some chapstick. You're just gonna be sucking yourself <laughs> off the whole time. No, I gotta go with this pick. I loved it. Um, I don't really like any of these other picks. Okay, go ahead. Two, yeah. Isaiah Pacheco. I thought about taking him. I wanted him coming back. Yeah, um, the hype train's rolling. Yeah, especially being a dynasty league, getting him in 10. But like Miko Harmon, you know, is going to get hurt again. Um, Trevor Lawrence could be a good pick, Kellen. I don't like dislike that pick. It's I'm assuming that's your QB2. I don't dislike that pick. Probably and, three. I got Dak and Tua, so probably three. Yeah. But like not necessarily a difference maker. Um, not, I'm not mad. I mean, who else? Who's a better pick here? You know, this is a bad. tough range. We're, yeah. we're getting in that weird middle range now. Yeah. It's even harder yeah. to get later. Who would you say I is mean, a better pick than Tyler Algier in this range? So I actually have my own guy, Trevor Lawrence. I talk about you sucking your own dick, and I'm about to suck mine. So uh, <laughs> that's some cold irony for you. Um, but um, I don't mind the Algier pick. I'll tell you that. But the analytics, uh, the analytics say Michael Carter. It was a pick. I don't agree, but my Trevor Lawrence pick. The analytics are off. I'll tell I'm, you I'm wrong. Daryl Henderson Jr. is the best pick. Look at that. Uh, to Chris, negative eight, which is not far off the go, Chris. Uh, I like that. I, like that. I, I couldn't believe you followed me, to be honest. Yeah, um, it, it could just, you know, I don't know what to expect of the Rams backfield. I'm a big Cam Akers guy, but it's I do. I Akers, too. I am, too. I do know that Daryl Henderson, as we saw what he could do last year, and um, he's the number two over there. He'll get the dump-offs. From Stafford, and uh, it's just one of it's. I, I I'm glad he fell to me. It was, that was that was one of those things I ran to the podium when I saw he was still there. I liked you, Trevor Lawrence pick too. Um, I don't I don't think you you are you drafting now, Colin? Am I? Yeah. No mad is. Oh. Okay. I told the group he's busy podcasting. I snapped a pick. <laughs> Um, Shout out best ball league. Who did you be out here? Like, yeah, pussy crew. Colin, who <laughs> didn't you like? So, so I like Trevor Lawrence was my pick for my favorite. My least favorite was Mikel Hardman. Yeah. Um, the dude, I, I expect, so I Googled him when I was going through this. Um, so I was like, the dude's like 29. He's like 24. He's younger than I thought, but he's been in the league three or four years. We know what he is. He's not who we wanted him to be. He, he's a below average NFL player in Kansas City, lost Tyreek Hill, but they brought even more people in. The answer is not going to be Michael Hardman. You know, he's he's just not the answer there. He, he could Brendan could have done could have done better there. Um I think he just looked at name recognition 
And he was like, oh, Miko. Yeah, that dude's got some hype. But no, he hasn't been hype in a year, two years. KJ um, Osborne's got more upside than Miko Hardman. I like KJ Osborne. Now, okay, you're looking ahead, though. Yeah, like just in terms of people he could have gotten there. Sure. Um, yeah. No, I agree um, wholeheartedly with what you're I'm saying. I'm in the same boat as you with uh, like and don't like. I, I like your Trevor Lawrence pick just because yeah. of value at the – at that at, within in the ninth round and then Miko Hardman he gets hurt there's too many hands to feed and yes. and I do think Sky Moore is gonna gonna take over his his slot I agree um well and in Kansas City I don't know you know it's just so clouded you know, yeah it's gonna be Travis Kelsey in Kansas City I, I, I will tell you I, I, I personally I'm a Juju guy I think Juju is gonna be wide receiver one I don't oh, yeah. know that to be a fact. And other after that, I mean, maybe it is four guys splitting right. Tyreek volume. I don't I will tell you though, this is this is the toughest two that I had the hardest time with these two rounds right here. This was a tough one. Um I I just I've never liked Meekhole, so that one was kind of easy for me. But finding a guy I liked, I guess I just decided to toot my own horn. So yeah. the Trevor Lawrence. But the analytics say Daryl Henderson Jr., like we said, uh, the negative eight uh, to Chris Barnes was the best pick of the draft. Uh, the wor- or not the draft, I'm sorry, this draft range. Uh, and the worst pick of this draft was Joshua, Joshua Palmer to Rick, which I'd, dude's got some upside. So we'll see. Yeah. I don't know if you're at the has upside. Yeah, yes, he does. All right, on to 11, 11 <laughs> rounds 11 through 12. Um, Eric starts us off with KJ Osborne, Arico, Zamir White, Joe, Romeo Dobbs, Rick, Deontay Foreman, Eli, Jameis Winston, Chris Barnes, KJ Hamler, Sko, Irv Smith Jr. That's round 11. In round, in round 12, we have Sko, Khalil Herbert, Brendan, Rondale Moore. Joe, Jamal Williams, Singer, Tyrion Davis, Price, Go Tigers, Eric, Julio Jones, Chris, favorite and least favorite pick. In the um, Go ahead. I like the I like the Irv Smith Jr. pick actually a lot. Um, I don't necessarily know he was going to slip. I was hoping that he possibly wouldn't get picked up, and I can pick him up after the draft, but. Um, I didn't necessarily know he was there. Not that I regret my KJ Hamler pick, because I think he's going to be the West Walker type in Denver with Russell. Um, but I, yeah, I really like that pick. That pickup um, from Sko. As far as what I didn't like, I, and James Winston, it just kind of, I think that that was the second quarterback that he took. Um, I think that pick could have been used a little bit better. Um, I don't think Jameis was getting taken for at least the next four rounds. He's super inconsistent when it comes to it. I don't necessarily know what his uh, quarterback room looks like, though. So maybe he needed a QB2 that could go off for a week or two based on um, based on matchup. But I do think he could have picked him up at, at least four rounds later. I don't think Man. anybody was hopping on the Jameis 
trade. Why do I feel like we're beating up on Eli? I know. Sorry, Eli. <laughs> Screw that guy in the other kind and slow the draft down. Um, I will say the analytics, I don't have an opinion one way or the other on Jameis. But uh, the analytics say he was a quote-unquote good pick at negative 49, which wasn't horrible for this draft. Um, so that was your dislike. And who was your who was your favorite? Irv Smith. Uh, Irv Smith. Yeah, uh, no, I agree. Dude's had a lot of hype for yeah. a few years now and can't stay healthy, though. But yeah. he's uh, the talent is there for sure. Matt, what do you have to add here? What's uh, favorite and least favorite in rounds 11 and 12? Um, so – I have two favorites, and ironically, Eric picked both of them. Oh, I thought you were going to say you picked both of them. Nope. I I thought Zamir White was getting a shout-out from you for sure. I mean, I do like the guy. Um, I really liked K.J. Osborne. He was on my board. Um, And I also am intrigued with Julio Jones. I know he's pretty old, but seeing him team up with Tom Brady, I love that. If I was going for it and I was planning on winning it all this year and I wasn't in a rebuild mode, I might have taken a stab at Julio maybe even earlier. Um, But I'm not. Heads up for Masters League. Julio's being targeted by Rico. You know, hey, a lot of potential there. Um, sure is. Least favorite pick, Donta Foreman by far. Ooh, harsh. Yeah. yeah. Like it. Sorry, Rick. Um, He's not I think, sorry. I think the pick sucks. Tell us it straight. Yeah. Cut, Tell us you know, how you really feel. I'm going to give it to you straight. I don't really see a path to this guy for relevance unless um, what's-his-face, Derrick Henry, gets injured. And then even at that point, they brought Hassan Haskins in, and I kind of like him. And they've got Dontrell Hilliard, too. There you go. Even more competition. So just overall, don't like the pick. Don't think there's a fantasy relevant. Um that's my two cents. Okay. I will say, you know, with the Dante Foreman pick, I don't love it because it means that an elite fantasy option in Derrick Henry, you know, for Deontay Foreman to go to have for him to have value means Derrick Henry is going down again. But Derrick Henry has gone down last year. There's a chink in the armor. So you know, Rick's got that insurance policy. But is that guaranteed? Just in case. I don't even think that's guaranteed. Well, no, it's not guaranteed. Nobody's rooting for it besides Rick. <laughs> you know? No, I don't think Foreman is guaranteed the backup job. Uh, I would think they give it to him before they give it to Haskins. But, you know, ten, the Titans are trying to win now. They're going to give it to the guy that runs it the hardest, that runs it the best. Haskins runs hard. Um, but it's, you know, I don't know what else Rick does with that pick. Um, you know, that, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, it was a throwaway pick. Right. Yeah. Now, for my opinions, I am indifferent. I think this was the hardest range for me to give my favorite least for. I'm, I'm just indifferent about pretty much all these picks. I do like KJ Osborne, but I think my favorite pick is Jamal Williams. And I hate to give my reason why. But no, no, Jamal Williams. 
I know Joe picked up Jamal. Oh, go, oh, Joe. <laughs> I think he said Rojo, as in yeah. Rojo. Like, <laughs> no. oh, I hate that guy. He went to USC. He sucks. Uh, Jamal Williams. I think he has tremendous value here due to the fact that DeAndre Swift just misses time every single year. And even when DeAndre Swift plays, Jamal Williams still gets carried. So, um, you talk about value. Jamal Williams here, he was the leader in the clubhouse here at a negative one. So, the analytics agree with me. My least favorite, uh, this is going against the grain a little bit, but I'm saying Romeo Dobbs. Um, so Joe is my favorite and least favorite in this range. Oh, oh Joe. Even Stevens. But the, the hype has just gotten crazy with Romeo Dobbs. I mean, they drafted their rookie in the second round in Christian Watson. This guy out of Nevada, I mean, sure, he could do – he can make some plays, but are you going to start him every week with confidence? No. Is Aaron Rodgers going to trust him on a weekly basis? No. If he proves me wrong, I'm willing to take that bet. But, um, you know, it's not a horrible pick here either. It's just, you know, I had to pick someone in this range. And Romeo Dobbs just like, all right, everybody needs to calm down. Because he caught that touchdown last Saturday, and then he went like two picks later to Joe. And every, I think everyone was like, oh, damn it, Bleacher Report sent me that update that he scored that sick touchdown. And then 20 minutes later, Joe picks him. It's like, all right. Is this recency bias for a sick play in a preseason football game? Or is this guy actually legit? I'm going to call some bullshit, but we'll see what the regular season has in store. We will. So I, I said Jamal Williams was the favorite that I say the least favorite analytically for this range because it was KJ Hamlin, which I don't agree with at all. Chris Barnes, that's your pick. Yeah, um, that, that surprises me, to be honest. I think KJ Hamler's a fine pick there. So we will agree to disagree with the rankings on that one, and we will move on to rounds 13 and 14. Eric gets us started in round 13 uh, with Sammy Watkins. Then Rico goes David Bell, Singer, Randall Cobb, Kellen, John Mechie III, Sko, Ken, uh, Kenny Gallagher. Uh, that's it for round 13. Round 14, we have Sko again, A.J. Green, Kellen, Hassan Haskins, Eli, Corey Davis, Joe, Kyle Phillips, Singer, James Prochnick, second, Eric, Cavante Turpin. Uh, I think it was Chris first last time. Matt, we'll go to you for your favorite and least favorite in rounds 13 and 14. Yeah. Um, some decent picks still made here. Mm-hmm. Um, and this Kellen, I, I, I like – both of your guys like I liked matching right. and okay. I like Haskins okay um, especially where you got him but I think the best pick in this round was David Bell and I think he was incredible value you're not gonna get a disagreement from uh from me here um no. I Saw David Bell hanging around and hanging around. I got very excited. I had to pick two picks after you, and I was furious when I saw you pick. Oh, well, I saw you on the clock, and I was like, I know who this motherfucker is taking. I mean, it's definitely a future pick. It's a future yeah. – well, it's, it's a future, future pick, pick in the sense that he's not going to reach his full potential for two years, three years, as wide receivers do. 
But well, man, that wide yeah. receiver depth chart in Cleveland, that is not a hard one to top. Nope. And he's uh, nobody else. Yeah, and he's it's future of uh, meaning Deshaun Watson, if you oh, ever oh, sure. they sure. ever let him play to. Sure. So oh, yeah. Is gonna heat well, up that's completely selling. Heat up even more yeah. in future seasons. It, it's a tough one. Um, I will touch on this one down the road in greater detail, but I agree with you, Matt. I just had to chime in that I firmly agree with you that David Bell. Yep. That's my favorite pick in this range as well. That was a fantastic pick. Great value. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, in terms of least favorite, um, uh, I, I don't really, I don't tough range. Yeah. Kyle Phillips. Um, Cause I don't know who he is or what he does. And <laughs> I can tell you what team he plays for. And I know a lot about fantasy football. So Matt, I will tell you just to, you know, you're new ish. You're the newest member of the HFFL. This is our dynasty. League. Yeah. Walt, who is Jimmy's uncle. He is elite at drafting late round wide receivers and he sits on them for a while, trades them away at value, and then they just explode. And Kyle Phillips is the latest one. So he – he, I believe he didn't even draft him. He picked him up off free agency. But yeah. while picking up wide receivers at values, that's the name of the game. Okay. Um, I think he's still stashing them. Go offer Walt a third for Kyle Phillips. Let's see, you know, that could work out well. He had Devontae Adams, I believe, sold him to Jeff for like a third. Uh, uh, multiple other wide receivers. I think uh, Terry McLaurin as well. There's a long list of those. Okay. Okay. But, uh, go go read up on uh, on him a little bit, and then uh, yeah, him, and go off for Walt a little trade action. I also thought that uh, Eric got the Bleacher Report update that Kevontae Turpin was having a pretty good game and had a kick <laughs> return and a touch return touchdown return. Yeah, and then was just like, yeah, I'm drafting this guy. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was an explosive. Uh, he had a great game. The guy had a great game. He's gonna make. He's gonna make the roster. Because so, those. Were um, but yeah, so that was my least favorite pick, Kyle Phillips, because um, I know where everybody else plays. Yep. Okay, Chris, who do you got? Um, I gotta give it to you, Tom. That. Uh, John Mechie's stash is going to be – I think that's going to pay dividends. And in a few years, hopefully everything goes well with his uh, his recovery. Yeah, we um, yeah, I liked him at Alabama. He was a guy that, you know, that always – that seemed the ball, the ball seemed to find him. Um, yeah, there, there's worse things you can do for your fantasy team than drafting SEC and, and especially Alabama wide receivers. Exactly right. So – um, I think he could be better than, than what Will Fuller was there, you know, um, then he, I mean, Will Fuller was a solid number two, if not borderline number one there for, for a few years. So yeah. hopefully everything he, turns out for him. If and, I could uh, buy stock in the Houston Texans, I would, I would be blowing wads of cash i i think the texans not this year not next year 2025 
Houston Texans yeah. are going to be a force. We'll see how Mills work out. I mean, I like. He might Mills. be with Davis Mills. Yeah, I, I like him. You know, he's he doesn't he's not flashy or anything, but he's no. a solid he's a solid game manager. But his yeah, neck is, gets the ball. His neck is like nineteen inches tall. Yeah, <laughs> the longest neck in the game. But Damian Pierce is going to turn neck. that culture around. They got Jalen Petrie playing strong safety for him. He's a thumper. He's going to train wreck people. Houston Texans, they're going places. Buy stock yeah. in the Texans. Um, I had, I had, I, I, I had trouble trying to find the guys and not, um, to know, to, that I that I did that to hate on. Um, it's tough here. It's, I mean, it's AJ Green just because he's old. <laughs> <laughs> So, so this is even my pick, but did you guys see the video of Kenny Galladay at training camp versus Wendell Robinson? So, no. did you see? It, I man? had. I, I also had Galladay written down too. So, um, uh, thank God we didn't him. sign him. Yeah, yeah. Right. No. So, Google it for anyone who hasn't seen it. But there's a a vertical comparison of the rookie try hard. Dude, Wandale Robinson, and on the bottom it's Kenny Galladay, the dude that got freaking paid by the Giants, uh, former Lion, doing the same exact drill. And Wandale Robinson finishes the drill three seconds earlier. Um, they're weaving through cones, turning around, catching a pass, taking off with it, weaving again. Kenny Galladay drops the pass. It's like a 15-yard pass. There's no defenders. It's just cones. Kenny Galladay has given up. To me, the dude's irrelevant until he yeah. moves other ones. Yeah. But Got paid and moved on with his life. I always think of – I think the greatest thing fantasy football has ever done is the, the saxophone music to Kenny Galladay for the, <laughs> the bad <laughs> saxophone. You guys know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Kenny Galladay, they call him Kenny G. And then, you know, when he's playing poorly, they play a very like like a third grader playing a saxophone. It's all off to and it's hilarious. Um yeah, that's funny. Oh, it's hilarious. Priceless stuff. Fantasy footballers, check them out. They're uh they're the best. Yeah, those guys are the best. If you guys want some more fantasy football kind of podcast by far. They're they're professionally done, unlike this one, as I, you know. Take a little sip of bourbon. <laughs> but Rollins 13 and 14, my favorite pick was David Bell. As I alluded to earlier, I did like my John Mechie stash. Not as much so since I'm a team going for it, and that has been going for it, and it's time to shit or get off the pot. Um, man, uh, I don't know. I, I think that was a good pick, but you know, we'll come back to that later. My least favorite pick was Kevante Turpin by Eric. Um, I think he just got lost in the preseason hype. It was one game. Two. He got the bleacher report when it was he was on the clock. Yeah. I'm guaranteeing yeah. it. <laughs> they were two electric kick and punt returns. I mean, holy shit. Hey, the Cowboys need wide receiver help. Maybe the dude gets some snaps as wide receiver. Maybe I'm wrong in my Jalen uh, Tolbert take. I don't know, but um, you say that. 
I just think I just think that the the recent Bleacher Report updates got to E, and E had a lot of picks, so he had to spend them somewhere. I don't even blame E for that one. But um, in this round, we start to see some NAs, not available, not applicables, whatever you want to call them, for our uh, Excel formula. And Kamante Turpin is one. James Prochet is one. Kyle Phillips is one. Hassan Haskins is one. John Mechie is also one. But as far as like assigning a number value to these picks, Randall Cobb was ranked the worst value in the round to Singer or in the two rounds. And the best value was a negative 27 to the guy we just shit on, Kenny Galladay. So, <laughs> how's that? Yeah, take our word with a grain of salt, boys. Yep. All right, rounds 15 and 16. This is the second to last one. So uh, Eric starts us off with Danny Gray. Then we have a Rico, Trey McBride, Singer, Van Jefferson, Joe, Gus Edwards, Brendan, Robbie Anderson, Eli, Tyler Batty, Sko, Marvin Jones Jr., Kellen, Calvin Ridley, Singer, Taysom Hill, Eric Braxton Berrios. You could probably just do the rest of them right now, too, Cal. There's only like four left. Well, that, uh, well, we've got that one. That's a whole nother All right. Yeah, All right. That's a one. It's a whole thing. Just go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 15 and 16. 15 and 16. Yep. Okay. Um, not a whole lot of thoughts on any of these players. Just we can gonna, be quick. You don't have to elaborate. Too throw much. that out there. I didn't even know who to pick. This was my last pick. I was hoping Hassan Haskins dropped to this pick so I could take him. So then I was like, well, I guess I'll take the number one tight end in the rookie class and see what happens there. That like, I don't know who else I would have taken. Maybe Calvin Ridley, but the guy's already 28 years old. He's going to be 29 before he can play football again. Who knows? Maybe he makes a couple bets again this year and he gets kicked out for another year. Who knows? We don't know. So, yeah, I don't really have Calvin. Yeah, I don't really have um, a favorite or one that I hate in this category. I'm indifferent on all the players in this category. So I uh, I gotta give it to Joe on this one, the Gus Edwards pickup, only because he handcuffed himself uh, with J.K. Dobbins. Sure, and, uh, but I think Gus and, just got placed on the PUP list, so I think he's missing the first month of the season. Really? I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't see that. Which yeah. ranked with Eli's pick of Tyler Batty. Um, yeah. Look up his numbers from Missouri, dude. Can yeah. ball. If he gets a chance, I'm excited to see what he can do behind the starting. Oh, line. Uh, I have a Tyler Batty stash in our dynasty league, Rico, just, just in case. Yeah. Um, I, other than that, I don't really have a pick that I hated. I kind of like Danny Gray, too. I was looking at, at him a little bit, but I, that would have You got to hate one. Yeah. I, so, um, uh, I, I, actually, I hate Robbie Anderson just because of his hair. <laughs> because of why? Because of his hair. He's just a he's just, just he's just got an ugly face. He always gets he, hurt when I come. We have reached round fifteen of the keeper fantasy draft. 
And we're splitting hairs by saying someone's hair sucks and someone's face sucks. So, oh, that's, that's fucking amazing. hilarious. <laughs> so I, all right, I'll, I'll give my opinions real quick. My favorite pick, it took until round 15 and the top rookie tight end finally went off the board. Matt, that was a terrific pick. Great value. To further confirm that I don't agree with the Yahoo rankings, Trey McBride wasn't even ranked in the top 350, so he's an NA, so there's not even a value there. I think that's insane, um, but that was my favorite pick. My least favorite pick was my Calvin Ridley pick because, I mean, yeah, the dude got suspended for gambling, but the dude also also voluntarily left the league before then because of yeah mental issues and uh, mental health, all of that stuff, so even if the suspension gets lifted, I don't know if he's ever coming back. So yeah, he was talented, but will he ever play football again? Yeah, I, I don't know. And, when, and, and sit, how old is he going to be when he does? And I fast forward five months, he's still going to be on my bench, just taking up a spot, just no. running away. And I, you're going to drop I've him. Got people I'd love to take shots on, and you're going to people I are going to be still there. Bro throughout huh? the year people are going to emerge throughout the year people yeah. on the yeah. and he's probably going to be one of your first cuts yeah that, no I, I won't cut him that's the thing I, calvin ridley in the 16th imagine if he comes back that's what i'll keep telling myself and the thing is he's not going yeah no i know he's not going to come back but i'm an idiot i never said Next, I you're going to waste a whole year what if you could get a free agent at 16 who actually is young is going to play you're telling me you're not going to yeah. cut calvin ridley that mama might have raised a dumbass, but she didn't raise no bitch. I'm hanging on to Calvin Ridley, all right? <laughs> Going down with the ship. I love it. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Exactly. So, I'll, uh, uh, analytically, we had a couple NAs. Danny Gray, Trey McBride, they were NAs. The worst keeper value was Taysom – no, I'm sorry. I keep saying keeper. The worst pick value was Taysom Hill by Singer at a minus 176. The best value here, we have a tie. No, okay. Van Jefferson, minus 58. Then we have a tie after that for minus 60 between Gus Edwards and Marvin Jones. So Van Jefferson by Singer. So Singer gets the best and the worst value-wise in these two rounds. All right, boys, let's rip through these last three rounds. We're calling this our final draft segment, 17, 18, and 21. We had keeper. Round 17, Eric kept Joshua Kelly. Sco, uh, did I say kept again? He picked. Yeah. He, kept, he picked Joshua Kelly. Sco picked Paris Campbell. Singer, Matt Gay. Eric, Daniel Carlson. Under round 21, Eric picked Baltimore's defense and Eli Desmond Redder, Chris Barnes, go ahead. Uh, we've kind of been ripping on Eli a little bit here, but I'm going to give him props because that's how I got uh, Justin Herbert in the, one of the very last rounds. Uh, just taking a flyer on a quarterback, Desmond Redder. He looked decent in the preseason game. Um, and we all know Marcus Mariota is in the long term solution there. So um, hopefully, Desmond Redder turns out for him. Uh, yeah. I like that pickup and, and sure. with uh, Mr. Irrelevant. Um, and then I 
Joshua Kelly. I don't necessarily know. I didn't really have. Um, oh, actually, no, I wrote down Joshua Kelly. I hated that pick, Eric, because I needed him to handcuff myself for uh, Austin Eckler. So I wanted him, I wanted to pick him up after the draft, too. Okay. 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 Matt, what about you? I got to agree with Chris. I really like Desmond Ritter here for uh, Eli. I think he's young, promising. Um, he looked good in the preseason game. He could be the future for Atlanta, given the shot. Um, we don't know that. So to have him in the 21st first round as a gamble seems like a pretty decent gamble to me. Yeah. Um, least favorite pick. Um, probably Paris Campbell. I know there's been a couple rumblings from him. Um, he's doing well in camp. I feel like we hear that like every year though. And then he comes out and does literally nothing. <laughs> um, it's funny. Cause I was going to say the same thing. Like, it's always like, oh, yeah, Paris Campbell, dude's really fast. This is going to be his year, comeback tour. No. Gadget guy, do it all. He's yeah. So, the offense. Go. Um, sorry, buddy. But um, that was my least favorite pick here. But you probably didn't really have much to pick from there. So, I can understand why you made the pick. Yeah, we're in the last uh, handful of rounds and I keeper league draft it's ugly i mean we're taking defense i will say i mean you're you're picking whoever the hell you want there is no reaching daniel carlson is going to be really good for eric too though no he's a reach he sucks dan carlson is going to be he's he's uh he's been mr reliable for me when i've had him on my fantasy teams as far as kickers go i was joking he'll be he'll be good yeah no it's a good place to take a kicker my least favorite was Paris Campbell as well, just for the sole reason that we've seen all these reports before in the off season. Uh, he's going to do it all. He's going to explode. He's going to have an expanded role. Yeah, we haven't seen. It's been three or four or five years, so uh, I've given up on that guy. My favorite was Mister Irrelevant, last pick in the draft, Desmond Ritter. I think we have a consensus there, right? Yes. First time we've had consensus. Yeah, last pick of the draft. So Eli. Oh no, my, my lobby pick was consensus. I, we, I think we, I think we ripped on Eli a fair bit here. So uh, uh, it's good to give him the the best pick of the last draft. So um, yeah. that was good. However, the analytics uh, give him a negative one hundred nine for that pick. But in this range, that's not even the worst. The worst is Taysom Hill, to singer. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. I'm looking around behind. Okay, Desmond Ritter is the worst value here per the Excel formula. The best value is Eric's pick of the Baltimore Ravens defense. So, so if there's a bunch of NAs on there, does, doesn't that mean that my James Winston isn't the worst value? Or not James Winston, James and Williams? That would be correct. There yeah, you go. Most likely. Just want to point so, that out. So there are no NAs until Khalil Shakur in the ninth round. But uh, no. I would say that's probably safe. Yeah. When I when I did this, Perfect. I thought the top 350 would be safe from any NAs. Uh, and that wasn't the case. So 
you know, we're deep league, you know, with, we're only 10 people, but we do the, the three wide receivers plus two flex. Yeah. That's a bunch we of 22 uh, rounds too. A lot of players. So, believe it or not, we, uh, we go deep in this league. All right. This has gone on a little bit longer than we expected, but that's because we're giving some hardcore in-depth analysis here. So I like it. Um, but next we've completed our draft recap here uh, by the round by round part anyway. Um, so now we're going to go looking at the draft as a whole. We're going to look to our favorite pick of the entire draft. One singular pick. Chris, do you have one? Go ahead. I do. Yeah, I'm going to do my own horn again. I got all, I love the Chris Olave pick in the fourth round. It's, uh, yeah, I explained everything earlier. I just, I, I think that was the perfect round to take him. I think he's going to be my fourth round pick for a while. Hopefully everything works out with him. I'm sure you um, do. Least favorite pick, uh, J.D. McKissick. <laughs> it was, uh, was a bit too early on that one. Bit too many, bit too many uh, guys in that backfield. And I just think he's getting old and fragile. Okay. Eric, Chris is coming at you. <laughs> You're on notice. Eighth round, too early. For and me. Josh Kelly. <laughs> oh, wait, who? Yeah. Eric pick him, too? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he did. Oh, shit. E, fight this man. <laughs> wow. Wow. The gloves are off. Okay. Well, that's that's fair. Uh-huh. You know. Anything else, Chris? No, I think uh, I think that I'm, covers it. I think that covers it. That covers your slander. That covers my slander. Okay, Matt, go ahead. Your favorite, least favorite of the entire draft. Um. So my favorite of the entire draft, um, in terms of value, I think is going to end up being David Bell for me. Um, love getting him where I got him. It's not a gamble at that point. Um, I, I just love having him in the, in the 14th round, but I also, I mean, I still think you got to steal with Saquon Kellen straight up and you're going for it. So like, I, I, I think that's a great pick there. Um, if I wasn't going to pick one of my own picks in David Bell, I think I might go uh, Chris Olave is a good pick, Chris, but unproven, um, you never know what's going to happen with him. Fourth round is still a fourth round pick. You can get good players in the fourth round, but I think you know what you're going to get with Saquon. He's just kind of on a a shitty team. Um, So I think Saquon's a I steal. I know you got him in the second, but with your team, I think that's a pretty good value there, and he's going to have impact. I sure hope so. Let me tell you. I mean, I've been a hater for a while. Like I said, I feel like he's just going to end up on IR. Least favorite. October. Least favorite. And I'm sorry, Eli. 
Albert O. Bass. Yeah, Albert O. I oh. thought it was a complete reach. Um, I thought he could go much later, many rounds later. He would be available, in my opinion. Um, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know shit. But There's a uh, lot of hype, man. The experts love Alberto, and I, I just, I need to see it before I believe it. Like I said, so I don't know it, if if Eli's right, we look dumb. But I'm with you. That wasn't my favorite pick either. Anything else there, Matt? Nope. Okay. I will go to my favorite pick. I just hate this, Matt, but it's David Bell in the 13th round. Um, he has so much opportunity ahead of him. That is not a hard depth chart to crack in Cleveland with their wide receiver core. He may not have immediate impact with quarterback situation, but I still think he, set, he, he yeah. stepped up. Um, but I mean, 13th round, I mean, that that's going to pay dividends for quite some time. I mean, we see Jim, we saw Jamison Williams go in the second round, Drake London go in the third round, Olave, Pickens, and Burks went in the fourth. And you got this dude all the way in the 13th round. Um, the value there, there's just too much of a, of a disparity. I mean, you got a massive steal there with a guy drafted in the same range as the ghosts of Sammy Watkins and Randall Cobb. Those were the picks before and after David Bell. So um, I don't know where all these Big Ten slappies are in our league, uh, but they forgot about David Bell and they gave you a steal. And, uh, of course, it was two picks before mine where I was licking my chops, hoping that David Bell will fall. And, of course, two picks before me, he went. So um, just so everyone knows what you missed out on, this guy from Purdue caught uh, 93 catches last year for almost 1,300 yards, 1,286 yards for an average of 13.8 yards per catch uh, in six touchdowns. I mean, he's got a hell of an opportunity. Matt, I think you got a hell of a player there for yeah. for the 13th round. That that's appreciate it. That's huge. That's foundation building. Yeah. My least favorite was Kevante Turpin to Eric. It's the 18th round, so who cares? But I, I feel like he fell slave to the preseason hype. But you know, what else does Eric do there in the 18th round? I don't know. I wouldn't lose any sleep over it, E, but uh I don't know. That was, you know, just kind of an ugly one. I just see that one failing, but whatever. You can cut them and pick someone else up. Uh, quick note, uh, just looking at the values here. So the favorite picks by the Excel formula. Uh, the number one pick was my pick of uh, Devin Singletary. Then we had Joe's pick of Jamal Williams. Then it was my pick again of Saquon Barkley. So you're right there. That one had a lot of value. Then uh, we went to Eric's pick of the Baltimore defense, and then Chris Barnes' pick of Daryl Henderson Jr. That was a negative eight. Again, my pick of Devin Singletary was the only positive pick in the draft. As far as the least favorite pick of the entire draft value-wise, Jamison Williams, Chris Barnes, that's you, negative 238. Not counting the NAs. Not counting the NAs. I'll get to that in a second, but yeah. <laughs> After that, uh, Alec Pierce, uh, we got a family affair here. Chris Barnes has the number one worst value. Joe Barnes has the number two worst value for Alec Pierce. Family tradition. 97. 
Uh, Arico, Christian Watson was third, minus 183. Singer, then Taysom Hill with negative 176. And my pick of Calvin Ridley with minus 168. Those were the uh, analytical worst picks in the draft. Uh, the NAs, so these were beyond the 350 top players. We have Khalil Shakur to Brendan. To me, we have John Mitchell third, and then me again to Hassan Haskins. Joe, Kyle Phillips, Singer, James Proche the second, Eric Cavante Turpin, Eric Danny Gray, Arico Trey McBride. I don't agree with that one one bit, but those are the analytics. So, um, okay, now we're looking at league managers at a whole. Uh, real quick, just you know, league manager wise, who had the best draft, Matt? Um, go to Chris first. Chris, go ahead. Oh, um, all right. Well, even though you wasted, in quotations, two picks, you got some pretty damn good value there, Count, with all your picks. With the Saquon and Singletary, Trevor Lawrence, I thought was a good pick, too. Austin Hooper there was good value at and what the eighth or ninth round that you got on or whatever. Um, so as much as I hate to, hate to say it, go for it, man. <laughs> this is uh this is you're, you're definitely going for it with your with your picks here um well don't be i like your draft here let me just like walk to the finals if you could appreciate well, you it a good time um yeah that was it i mean you, in terms of value i i think you all your picks had the best value um in terms of potential um i think i had a, at least my top three picks had some had some great potential but um, you know, I mean, all three of us had had pretty on this podcast had pretty good drafts. I feel like, um, yeah. Um, as far as bad drafts, um, Eric, you had a lot of picks. Uh, I don't think you did as much as you could with with the amount of picks that you had. Unfortunately, um, you Who's do have list? some. You do have some, you know, like I like the KJ Osborne pick. He's gonna be he's gonna be good. I like the Brees Hall pick. Traylon Burks too as well. Um, I think you're gonna have another pick in the round you took Julio Jones in next year. I think you're gonna have another pick with the Turpin pick next year. Um JD McKissick is gonna be another uh, another pick next year. So, so this hey, is hopefully hopefully yeah. you get Hopefully you get, you know, hopefully, you know, at least like 25% of that hit. Um, you keep a little bit and then you build up. That's what, sure. that's what the keeper, that's what the keeper league is for. So. I think, uh, I think Eric's retooling a little bit. So. Yeah. And, and you gotta, you gotta take some, you gotta take some risks with, with retooling. And sure. I understand it. I think, I think some, a few picks could have used the, could have been used a little bit better though. Yeah, you know, you know, swing for home runs. You're gonna hit some singles, doubles, triples, and strike out along the way. So exactly. we'll reevaluate this year, I'm sure, and uh, next year's a new year. I, I don't think this year is Eric's year. I think he knows that. But hey, 2023, why not? Hey, baby, Matt, you ready or you want me to go? Yeah, I can go. Go ahead. Um, so just to do this a little reverse. Um, I think Eric and Eli both tied for the worst draft. 
Um, going through, I thought I was going to give it to Eli, and then I started going line by line and realized I didn't really like any of Eric's picks. Um, so not like I just – they're just not my guys. I'm not a huge Traylon Burks guy. I'm not a huge Brees Hall guy. Um, where else did Eric go? Let's see. Eric, 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 Eric. Uh, Julio Jones and Sammy Watkins, both old. Um, Cavante Turpin and Danny Gray, a couple question marks there. Uh, Braxton Berrios and Josh Kelly, another couple question marks. I think he's trying to retool with a lot of later picks, but um, not much is left. So if you're going to want to retool, you're going to need some of those top top end picks. Otherwise, you got to pray to God, Reese Hall brings you there. Um, so to defend, to defend E real quick, I think what's going to help him is he's going to know quickly if these guys are anything or if he can drop them. And that's yeah. what you want. You just want the clarity. Um, you know, Danny Gray, he's been tearing it up in the preseason. If he comes out in week one and he's got one target for zero catches and zero yards, you're cut. See you later. But if he's got, you know, four catches for 120 because he's a deep threat guy, he's going to hang on to him. He's going to know yeah. he's got one or something. So, well, you, I mean, how long are you going to wait on trailing Burks? Well, that one, you know, took a little bit of an investment. So, I would expect him, you know, he, if he drops trailing Burks, that's a problem. So yep. I'll be yep. there to scoop him up. Yep. Yep. I hear you. But Eli, I mean, loved your Damian Pierce pick, man. No, you got a lot of hate today. Damian Pierce is the truth. But didn't like a whole ton of your other picks. Um, but I liked that pick over Eric's picks um, where he picked. Um, so – those were my two. I thought Rick had a really good draft in terms of value. Um, got pretty good value at all his picks. Uh, Kellen, I liked your Saquon pick. Your other picks, I didn't like so much. Um, but that's just me. You know, I think you already have a pretty stacked team anyway. So, you know, I think adding Saquon really helped you out there and it allowed you to kind of take some flyers on some other people. Um and you probably would take some other people if they fell to you, but they didn't. Um, at Chris, I thought you had some pretty good wideout picks, a couple reaches in there. Jalen Tolbert, that was the reach. Um, could be a good player. I think there's a lot of hype around him right now. I think a lot of people forgot how good Michael Gallup was last year. Um, and Chris has Michael Gallup, correct? I don't know. No, no, so we'll see. We'll see. But like in terms of like right. value per pick, Rick um, ha- got great value per pick. Yeah. So who's your favorite? Who's your least favorite? There are a lot of teams. Listed there. Yeah. Rick, in terms of value, was my favorite. And Eric and Eli tied for my least favorite. Both of them I did not like. OK. All right. Well, I'll go to my favorite then. Uh, my favorite was also Rick. He had kind of an unsexy draft, but very effective. He had the fewest picks in the draft. Uh, I think he was very effective with every draft that he had. Um, Kind of the, the, so the value chart I came up with at the beginning um, with the green and the red and the the, good, the bad, and the average. uh, Rick had two high value picks 
he had just one bad pick. It was Joshua Palmer, a guy I think has a ton of upside in the Chargers offense as a wide receiver three. Um, and then he had two average picks. Um, but the Isaiah McKenzie pick in the seventh round, I think he's going to blow that ADP through the roof, especially in a PPR league. So to me, Rick had the best draft and he had the fewest amount of picks. So I think he got a ton of value there. My least favorite draft was my own. I, I agree. I like the Saquon pick because he fell in my lap. Um, I just don't believe in the guy. I, I need him to stay healthy. I think I'm wishing for, you know, I'm wishing upon a magic star for that to happen. I, I feel like we know who Saquon is. He's not who we wanted him to be out of Penn State. I hope to God I'm wrong. Um, Devin Singletary, they, you know, the rankings, the, the value tell me he was the best value pick in the draft. He's in a three-man backfield. I, I just – I think that's wrong. Um, I drafted James Cook in another league. I, I hope James Cook takes that backfield over. It, the Bills are going to start the best running back that they have. Uh, they're trying to win a Super Bowl. Um, I tried to, get a, to, to give value on a couple guys I was targeting. I got a little bit cute, and I ended up missing out on pretty much all of them. Damian Pierce was a guy. Uh, Jalen Tolbert was a guy. I, I would have gotten – housed for the lack of value that I got on those guys if I had taken them where I could have. Um, but, you know, I came up short with those guys, but I had seven draft picks. I think I only got one starter in Saquon Barkley. My team is very stacked. Uh, I'm in good shape. I'm not panicking, but my draft was weak. So, um, you know, I got a bunch of bench players. I got Ridley and Mechie who are stashes completely until 2023. So they'll rot on my bench all year. Um, not exactly what you want to see from a team and go for it mode. So um, I give myself the weakest draft in the league. I, I don't like it one bit. Agree to disagree. What I think is you got, you got more established players, except for Trevor Lawrence, but he he also has a brain behind his, and his coach now. You know, well, I so. hope you're right. I don't know. You, you also have. I think. I think you got guys that um, you can plug in, and during bye weeks that what where you know what you can get, and I think that's what a team that's going for it needs, rather sure. than uh, rather than the 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 rookies that I may have drafted um, that you don't necessarily know what's sure. going what's going in. So um, sure, you get a little bit of. They're, you know, weeks a week, they might vary, but at least the weeks a week, you kind of understand where they are and what they're going, what they're going for. So in terms of what each team needs, um, in terms of going for it, I think you did pretty well. Well, but, thank you, Chris. Um, agree to disagree. I hope, I hope you're right. I, uh, I don't know, you know, you just draft day rolls around and you rub your hands together and you say time to make the team better. Um, and I got a starter, I think, for a little bit, Saquon, until he gets hurt. Uh, and then other than that, it's, it's, other than that, it's depth. And it's yeah. So I think you, uh, like you said, you try to get cute and get people at ridiculous uh, value. And I wanted me a David Bell deal, Arico. That's what I wanted. You missed out on every single one of your my guys. <laughs> in this league, but. You know, 
we're gonna get it done. We're gonna do everything we can. We need to make some yep. trades. Yep. This is the year for uh, two girlies, one cup. So, um, I think we if covered. Me and my it homies have anything boys, to say, so, say about it? What's that? Not if me and my homies say any have anything to say about it. You beat me in the semis again. <laughs> if I this if I fun. find a way to win this league, then you guys suck. <laughs> it all depends on McCaffrey. All I have to McCaffrey say. stays healthy. You're a player. And again, so. Um, okay, we have gone long on this one for sure. Um, any closing comments, Chris? No, this was fun. I'm glad to do it. I'll do it I'm anytime. Glad you we enjoyed Looking having forward. you. Looking forward to establishing some more rivalries here, uh, getting into the week-in, week-out matchups, and seeing uh, who I get the pleasure of knocking out of the playoffs. Wow. All right. Bold statements. Um, okay. Yeah. we. Well, I don't know if we or you guys or who ragged on Eli's team quite a bit. So, Eli, I guess you need to come stateside again and uh, <laughs> to our throw some fists. We'll have a we'll have a kegger in the meantime. You know, we'll have a keg waiting for you. So yeah, Eli. Sorry, man. You had a great Damian Pierce pick. I'll give you that one. Eli League meeting in Michigan. Stat. Sorry, dude. All right, guys. Well, Chris, Matt, thank you very much for joining me tonight. I hope you guys had fun. I know I did. So uh I know the boys will eat this up tomorrow. You guys take care. Love it. See ya. That's it, boys. I hope you enjoyed this one. Thank you again to Matt and Chris for joining me tonight. This one went a little bit longer than we expected, but that just means there's more content out there for you to consume. So I'm not going to apologize too much for it. One piece of very exciting news that I know everyone's going to be excited to hear, the Yahoo Draft Report Cards should be sent out tomorrow or I guess most of you will listen to this tomorrow, Wednesday. Um, should be sent out this afternoon. Those are always a ton of fun. Uh, and those are a big reason why this league is stuck in 2003. And we refuse to change platforms away from Yahoo. So um, this is this is why we do it, boys. Hashtag make Yahoo great again. For anyone interested the Excel values that I discuss on the pod, um, those are in the Google Sheet uh, that we drafted on. In column J, everybody's invited to that. Uh, you hopefully monitored that throughout the draft. So those are in column J for anyone who wants to take a look, see how their team stacked up, and see how any other team did. Next on my commissioner list is to get an auction league draft date pegged. That's the tough one. Then the easy one is the guillotine slow draft. We'll get the ball rolling soon on both of those. We're getting a little bit tight on time now. I think kickoff is 16 days away. Anyways, I'm out. I'm going to go sip on some blue Kool-Aid and get my hard knocks on. Is this Levels by Avicii? It sure is. He's playing us out. Later, bros.